everyone, it's Jasmine, one of the College Guidance Counsellors here. Earlier this term, we put a bit of a new spin on the high five process that students are educated around in terms of managing negative peer behaviour in the senior school. The Squash It, Don't Spread It campaign incorporates the same five steps being ignore, talk friendly, walk away, talk firmly and report, but contextualises the message to the specific challenge of unhelpful conversations and rumours. It's important to note that a level of relationship stress and conflict is within normal limits for adolescents as they navigate their developing sense of self and identity and concurrently develop social skills. This can be a very challenging time for adolescents who due to their psychosocial needs prioritise their desire to connect, to be accepted and belong above most else. However, this challenge, discomfort and adversity enables skill development and resilience. It's necessary for them to develop and refine their understanding of themselves in relation to others and their capacity to manage the interpersonal stresses that are inevitable across the lifespan. As parents and caregivers, we need to balance this need for challenge, adversity, skill development and subsequent resilience with both our desire to protect them from this and our need to step in and support when necessary. I want to speak more now to the first two steps of this process and discuss how you as a parent or caregiver can support your young person to develop the skills each step requires. At step one, ignore. We want young people to really think about whether engaging in the conversation is worth their time and energy. This is an exercise of empowerment and draws on the character strengths of social intelligence, judgment, honesty, bravery and self-regulation to support their choice to ignore or to engage. We want young people to know that choosing not to engage in a conversation that they may deem inappropriate, unhelpful or unkind is in fact brave and it's respectful not only to the person being spoken about but to themselves and it's a way of establishing boundaries. We want them to consider if it's worth their time and energy. Is it about them? Does it impact them in an important or meaningful way? Right now, is engaging in that conversation supporting them to be the kind of person they want to be? If not, we want them to feel empowered to ignore it, to redirect the conversation to something that is more in line with their values or contributes in a more helpful way. For step two, talk friendly, where our young people have decided not to engage in the conversation, but the other people aren't exactly getting the message and continue to push the issue, we want to encourage them to assertively verbalise that they feel uncomfortable with the topic of conversation and don't want to talk about it. Assertiveness is an essential skill for healthy and respectful relationships, but one that many young people have trouble exercising. The key to being assertive is to remain calm, but to speak in a clear and direct way and to use I statements. So instead of saying, you're annoying me, stop it, which typically makes the other person defensive or may even encourage further provocation, we would say, I'm not comfortable talking about this. I would prefer we talk about something else. Again, being assertive takes bravery and we know young people worry so much about how others perceive them, 
but we need to support them to establish and communicate boundaries to help them to develop and maintain respectful relationships with peers. So if someone tells them something and they don't want to be a part of it, we are empowering our young people to ignore and to assertively communicate their unwillingness to engage if need be. Importantly, we don't want them to spread it. Even if they are sharing this with the view to supporting someone, this can send the message that they too are on board with that narrative and are essentially behaving in the way that they identified to be unhelpful earlier. It's also helpful to practice these skills for empowerment and respectful relationships at home and with trusted adults. At Mary MacKillop, we will be proactively directing students to this process and supporting them to practice these skills in real time, as we know this is when the best learning takes place. I will talk more to the next three steps in the process in a subsequent podcast, but in the interim, please think about how you can support your young person to practice and develop the skills I've mentioned today and offer your guidance and feedback to assist with their confidence and competence in this space. As always, thank you for taking the time to listen today and we appreciate your collaboration on this important topic for all young people.